Amen. Can I get this speaker increased? Let's hold him here for the music. We'll try and work something around it today. In the book of First Kings, chapter three, verse sixteen to twenty. I want you to be with me on the flight because I believe today God is about to bring expansion into our lives in the name of Jesus. God is good. Amen. Praise God. Now two prostitutes came to the king and stood before him. One of them said, Pardon me, my lord. This woman and I live in the same house, and I had a baby while she was there with me. The third day after my child was born, this woman also had a baby. We were alone. We were alone there. There was no one in the house but the two of us. During the night, this woman's son died because she lay on him. So she said, so she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side whilst I was, whilst your servant was asleep. But put him by her breast and put her dead son by my breast. The next morning I got up to the nurse, my son, and he was dead. But when I look at him closely in the morning lights, I saw that it wasn't the son I had born. And the other woman said, No, the living one is my son, and the dead is yours. But the first one insisted, No, the dead one is yours, and the living one is mine. And so they argued before the king. And the king said, this one says, my son is alive and your son is dead. While the other one says, no, your son is dead and my is alive. Then the king said, bring me a sword. That they brought a sword for the king. And he then gave an order, cut the living child in two and give half to one and half to the other. The woman whose son was alive was deeply moved out of love for her son and said to the king, Please, oh my Lord, give her the living baby. Don't kill him. But the other said, Neither I nor you shall have him. Cut him in two. Then the king gave us ruling. Give the living baby to the first woman, but not killing she is his mother when all Israel had the verdict the king had given they held the king in our way because they saw that he had wisdom from God to minister justice amen I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say I know my baby Oh, come on, we have a few minutes to finish here. Come on, tell your neighbor, I know my baby. Praise the Lord. You can't fool me, I know my baby. You can take it, but I know my baby. Tell your neighbor, I know my baby. Praise the Lord. The Bible made it so clear that children are gifts from God. 
So when you say, I know my baby, you are also saying, I know what God said concerning my life. Tell your neighbor, I know what God said concerning my life. Oh, so now you know your baby. Say to your neighbor, I know my baby. Oh my God, my God. I feel like preaching here. The Bible talks about when the wisdom of God has been given to the man called Solomon. When he had an encounter with God in a dream and God asked him, Solomon, what would you want me to bestow unto you? He said, Lord, I want you to give me wisdom, knowledge, that I may be able to lead that great people. Now I want you to understand when you know what God told you, no man can take it away from you. But the problem we have is that we don't know what God has appropriated into our life and we leave our life as if we have not got any inclination about what God said concerning our life. Precious one, I am here to announce to somebody before the foundation of the world, before everything was created, before the things that we see today were called out of things that we're not seen. God told us at the start of this year that this year, even though I went before time to get the Lord and I saw coronavirus coming ahead of you, I said in spite of everything going on, I want you to understand that this year is a year of harvest. Come on, Shala, and say it is my year of harvest. Oh, my neighbors, I want you to understand when you know what God has given to you, then you will know that it doesn't matter what comes against you. It doesn't matter what is thrown against you. It doesn't matter the sort of accusations that comes your way. When God has spoken a word in your life, even though you live on this earthly earth, even though it is in this earthly vessel, it carried the potency of heavenly. And I believe today, whatever God has said concerning your life you have to affirm and confirm in yourself and say to yourself I know what God said about me say to your neighbor I know my baby <laughs> hallelujah the word I know is a very critical word that I've been abused in our generation. The word I know the word to know means to be aware of True observation, inquiry, or information. Another meaning for knowing or know means to have developed a relationship with someone through meeting and spending time with them, be familiar with or friendly with them. Praise the Lord. So if you attempt to know me, I want you to understand by virtue of the fact that you see somebody passing by your door or passing in front of your house, it's not enough to quantify, to, to, to say that you know the person because knowing goes beyond what the eyes can see. Praise the Lord. That is why when the people look at you, they want to conclude on your life because they can't see beyond what their sight can talk about. The Bible said this thing I'm about to tell you this thing that I've spoken into your life I want you to understand that eyes have not seen ears have not heard nor enter into the heart of any man what God has spoken into your life I promise you there is a baby in your spirit there is a baby that is about to grow there is a baby that the devil is about to attack but I promise you if the Lord who placed it in you knows you before the foundation of the world I believe no weapon that fashion against you shall take what God has given to you. Say to yourself, I know what God has said about me. 
a man called Rick uh, Ridan. He wrote a novel and he concluded in the, in the novel he called The Lightning Thief. He said something and I quote, it says, suspecting and knowing are not the same, unquote. When you suspect something, it is different from you knowing. I can suspect you, but if I haven't got a proof to authenticate and verificate what I've said concerning you, it is not enough, it is just a suggestion. I want you to understand that God has bettered us in such a time as this and he knows us before the foundation of the world and whatever he has created in us I believe it shall come to pass because God is about to amplify something in your life today in the name of Jesus. I want you to understand the text we just read is a very sensitive one for me. But before I talk about the main text, there was a scripture in, in the book of Acts chapter 19, verse 11 to 17. This was when the Bible said, uh, God did extraordinary miracle through Paul so that even the handkerchief and the apron that he, uh, that he had, uh, that anybody who touches uh, were, you know, was taken from him. Even the Bible said, let me read it properly. He said, the verse number 12 says, so that even handkerchief and apron that had touched him were taken to the sick. And their illness were cured and the evil spirit left them. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord over those who were demonized or demon possessed. They would say in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Siva, a Jewish high priest, the Bible said we're doing this. One day the evil spirit answered them and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know about, but who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked, bleeding. When this became known to the Jew and the Greek living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear. And the name of the Lord was held in high honor. Praise God. We're living in a world where we have been so much, um, with so tempted to know, but we are really oblivious about some of the things that are around us. And the gentleman, two gentlemen, or this gentleman, the seven sons of Siva, you will understand that they thought it was just in the mentioning of the name Jesus. And sometimes we profess we are Christians, but there is no Christ in us. We just profess by our lips. But the Bible said that even the Pharisees are those who profess with their lips. But deep down within them, they know not the Lord, nor have an encounter with God. But I pray today that you will not just be mentioned the name of the Lord, but you will know him for yourself. That is why Paul came to the realization and said that I may know him and the power of what the office of resurrection because the is the resurrection of Jesus is that which is our power. Come on, say I have power. I have a man here called Sam's toes or Sam T Z U. He said, if you know the enemies and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. Unquote. 
When you know what God has imbibed and spoken concerning your life, you will live your life as somebody who knows who you are. Praise the Lord. I like it when Romans chapter 8 verse 27, 28 says, Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he, he makes intercession for us, for the saint, according to the will of God. And I like it when it said in verse number 28 of the chapter 8 of Romans, it said, And we know, come on, tell your neighbor, I know. It said, For we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. It's a complimentary statement. It is those who know their God. It said, All things work together. And I believe everything is going to work together for your good. I said everything will work together for your good. It says we know, come on, tell your neighbor, I know that all things will work together for my good. Because I've chosen to love God. And he's saying that not just those who love God, but those who have called according to his purpose. The love of God that you have has got an assignment. And that assignment will come to pass in the name of Jesus. The Bible said in the text we just read in the book of 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 16 to 20. It's a noun there were two prostitutes who came to the king. And they came to the king with a purpose. And every now and then when you come before God you have to come with a purpose. And one of them said pardon Pardon me, my Lord. This woman who is with me at the moment had a baby the same time I had a baby. Three days after I delivered my baby, she also delivered a baby. And now the Bible said that she said that when I fell asleep, my baby was taken, was exchanged. During the night, the exchange travailed. And I want you to understand that in this time we are in, God wants you to be awakened in your night season. Your night season is a sensitive part of your life where you begin to command things that doesn't show outwardly that something is happening, but the breaking forth of the morning shows the strength of your, of your night season. The Bible said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. It is your input in your night time that determines the output of your morning. And I pray in the name of Jesus, whatever is lacking in your morning, may your night time begin to provide for you in the name of Jesus. Oh, precious one, I want you to understand that this two story, this two women are in a related story, but one of them is true, one of them is false. And I believe right now, as you are sitting here, hearing the sound of my voice, there are stories that are being said about you, but one is wrong and one is right. But the authenticity of that which is right is not determined by a man, but it is determined by God. I am here to tell you that many are the things that will be said concerning your life. But the woman, the woman went before the king and said, King, we have a story. And this story is so very sensitive that I want you to understand. So the Bible said in the verse number 10, number 20. So she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side whilst your servant was asleep. I pray that you will no more be sleeping. I pray that may you not sleep the kind of sleep that will cause your baby to be taken. Some of us have got the word of God spoken over our life. There is no doubt about what has been said. 
it is incredible it is sensitive it is peculiar it is particular to us but we have decided to sleep in the time we have to be awake i pray in the name of jesus by the power of the holy ghost that the power that causes one not to sleep for their baby to be taken that same power will be released upon your life in the mighty name of jesus the bible said in the book of psalms chapter 13 verse 3 it said, consider and hear me, O Lord my God, enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. There are certain sleep we sleep. There are certain things we overlook that has caused us to lose certain important things in our life. But I pray today that divine enlightenment is coming upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus, if you don't awaken, your baby will be taken. In Matthew chapter 13 verse 25, the Bible said that, But whilst men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. Praise the Lord. Every word anybody speak into your life is an assignment. Everything anybody sees around you and speak into your life is an agenda. If you don't wake up out of your slumberness, if you don't wake up and tell the devil it is not mine, there are some of you who have been affected and infected by a sickness or a weakness in your body, in your health. But if you accept what the doctor said, then it shall be what they said. But you have to tell them, I know what you have said is limited to your knowledge, but I have a God who is the master physician, and I know what he has said he said by his stripes we were healed and I believe I want to tap into that word and when you begin to position yourself your repositioning in the word of God will bring your deliverance in the name of Jesus the Bible said they said the woman said I could not detect the change until I woke up in the morning I pray your morning is coming in the name of Jesus. When you understand the spiritual dimension of the morning, you will know that it is not just it is not just sleeping and waking up, but it goes more than that. The verse number 21 said, The next morning I got up to nurse my son. And he was dead. But when I look at him closely in the morning world, light. I saw that it wasn't my word, my son. Praise the Lord. Most of us sit at the under out the sound of my voice. The devil has blinded us by virtue of the things that are going on around us. And we have accepted what we shouldn't have accepted. There are some of us as we are about to pray at the end of this message. You want to pray that the light that will awaken you will be dawn upon your life in the name of Jesus. I know it when a man called Gideon was sitting down like a man who had no hope. There was hopelessness encompassing him. But when the angel of the Lord opened him up to his morning light, the Bible said he rose up in the strength therein that was upon him. I pray today that divine enlightenment is coming upon you. 
I pray upon your life today, whatever has been given to you that you have mistakenly taken because you were ignorant about. Today, the morning light is about to fall upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Some of you, you have gone through rejections and you thought that nothing good will come from your life. But I'm here to tell you, there is a new, the dawning of a new day coming upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, I know. <laughs> uh, he said, I know what I give back to. Oh, I know. Tell your neighbor, I know. I, 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 I don't care. I don't care. I don't care whether the baby is in the hands of somebody. But one thing I know is that what is in my hands is not mine. What I am going through may look like it is mine. There is so much proof that what I have is not mine. But there is something that is within me that I can't explain. That I know what I gave birth to. I know what God told me when I was born. I know what God told me when I entered into this marriage. I know what God told me when I came into this country. I know what God told me when I started that business. When the enemy threw many things against me, I have to pause and tell the devil, I know what God told me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I, I know something has been put in my hands. It may look like my baby, but I am not looking for something that look like my baby. I know what God said to me. And he said, I shall not die, but I shall live to declare his goodness. I don't know what have been said around you, but I'm here to tell you the woman whose son was alive. Maybe your friend's story is coming to a close. And you are saying that it may be the same as yours. But if you can get the dawning of a new day, if you can get the morning light, you can conclude that your story will not be there like this. You may be their friend, but you have a different story. The Bible said, the woman said, I know. <laughs> How many of you know something? He said, the other woman said, no, the living is mine. The argument will come to a standstill when you are able to challenge the devil that I am not succumbing to your words. We are living in the times when people will make certain statements over your life and when you accept it by a mistake, it will come to pass by a correction. And I tell people around me, if you say something negative into my life by mistake, I will, I will rise up to, to challenge it by correction. Amen. There was an argument. There was war. I know some of you seated here, you are going through the argument moment. When something that you know God told you should come to pass. And the year, oh my God. Some of you were told that the year 2020 will be your year. Your year 2020 will be your turnaround year. But yes, still, whatever has happened, it is enough proof in the realms of the physical that what God said will not come to pass. But if you will rise up like the way this prostitute grows up, ah, my God, my Father, I want you to understand today, whatever God gave to you, no man will take it from you. The verse number 26, and the king said, 
This one says the son is alive, and the other said, Your son is dead. The verse number 24 is where I want you to look at carefully. The Bible said, Then the king said, Bring me what? A sword. So they brought a sword for the king. He then gave an order. Cut the living child in two and give half to the one and half to the other. Precious one, whatever God has said concerning your life and whatever men are saying into your life, the only thing that can partition the truth from the lie is the word of God. When the enemy comes in like a fly, the Spirit of God will lift up a standard. And that standard will demarcate that which is of God and that which I don't know who you are today. I don't know what battle and argument is going on around you. But I pray over your life that strength is coming into your feeble knee. I pray that those of us who has not invited yet the sword of the Spirit, I pray today that may the sword of the Spirit begin to be raised in our life, that the truth shall be made clear in the name of Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, it said, For the word of God is alive and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even to the descending soul and spirit joint and marrow inject the thought and the attitude of the heart I pray today whatever is in your life that is lacking the voice of God that is lacking the sword of the spirit today as I pray I invest it into your life in the mighty name of Jesus I don't know what argument is going on around you but I pray that the light of God it's about to be released upon your life. Your life shall never be the same. I pray today in the name of Jesus. May you begin to rise up to take what belongs to you. Wherever you are right now that is lacking the sword of the spirit. I pray that may it come into your life. May it come into your finances. May it come into your marriage. I pray today let the argument come to a standstill in the name of Jesus. Oh, this week, uh, I know there are so that anytime you realize uh, things are not the way God told you, uh, it's about time you invite the sword of the spirit. Uh, if Solomon had not invited the sword, uh, this woman, what belonged to her, would have been taken by somebody. Uh, maybe you have seen something happening in the life of your children. Uh, if you allow it to pass by, uh, no change will happen. Uh, but as your pastor, I know there are things God has spoken concerning your life. Uh, and I know they are command, commanding some argument but I've come in the name of the Lord God Almighty and I say that the sword has been brought today and I pray that everything in your life that is not for you should be cut into two that you will see the glory of God in the name of Jesus anytime things are not going the way God wanted to go you have to rise up and begin to take the sword and say to the devil 
know I know who I am. I know I've been born in such a time as this. He said, I am my children. We are for signs and wonders. Nobody will take the joy of my children. I remember many years ago when I was in my education, when I was in my secondary education, my mother realized things were not going well for me. But one thing she did in the middle of the night, she goes down on her knees and say, Eli, 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 Sabatali. He said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You told me this child will be born to be great. But why is he going down? By virtue of that prayer, it raised a sword into my life. It brought enlightenment into my life. And I rose up out of my ashes. I rose up out of my miracle. And I saw myself standing upon the rock. I prophesy upon your life. Today, you will see the light of God. I said today, you will see the light of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said in the verse number 23, 26. The Bible said, listen to what is happening here. Now the God, the, the master, the king has commanded the, the soul to do his job. <laughs> there are something that can only be done by the soul. There are only, there are certain people around you, they can't be quiet until you introduce the soul. There are certain accusations around you that cannot be shut until you introduce a sword. I prophesy upon your life every scarcity of the sword of God. Lack it in your life. Today, you are receiving grace in the name of Jesus. Be, be, be with me here. The verse number 26 says something I want you to understand here. Come on, say, I know my baby. Say, I know my baby. The Bible said the woman whose son was alive was deeply moved out of what? Love for her son. And said to the king, please, my Lord, give her the living baby. Don't kill him. But the other said, neither I nor you shall have it. Cut him in two. When I was looking at this text, one of the things the Lord ministered to me is that this was a woman who had a disposition. She had a plan. She had, she had a purpose. But this woman infiltrated into her life and things have become so bad. But look at what is happening here. The Bible says she made a decision that was saturated not by anything the source of that decision was not because of the tears of the baby not because of anything around the other woman but because of the love she had for the child be with me because of the love and the certainty about her knowing of the baby that this is my baby i can't allow my baby to die Maybe her baby, she allowed her baby to die. But whatever it takes for my baby to be alive, I'm ready to change my mind. 
Uh, I want to raise my child myself. But I promise the devil, if even I have to allow my child into the hands of somebody to take off my baby, there is one thing I know that the Bible says. The Bible said, this woman said, my love will restore my baby. I don't know what God has spoken concerning your life. Uh, sometimes I like it. When I saw the prophet Nehemiah, who wanted to be in the house, who wanted to be in the palace, when he had that the, 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 the walls of Jerusalem were down, uh, by virtue of the love she had for God, he said, I will not, I want to stay in this house, but because of the love I have for God, I am ready to, to make my feet dirty. I am ready to go out into the sun. Why? Because I love God. As the love of God compelled you to do something you wouldn't have done had it not been the love of God. The Bible said, the woman said, because of the love I have for this baby, I am willing to sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice because of what God told you? My Bible says, she said, because of her sacrifice, what she thought she was going to lose came into her hands because the word of God was there to confirm itself. I prophesy upon your life, don't allow your baby to die. Don't allow anybody to take what belongs to you. The devil has got an ulterior motive. He wants to see your baby dead. But I prophesy upon your life, your baby shall not die. The Bible said, the other woman whose child was dead, it said, neither I nor you will have it. But tell the devil I came to have it. Whatever God said to me, my baby is mine. I will take what belongs to me. I am here to announce to somebody in the book of Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 3 to 4. And the Bible said, they said to me, ah, those who survive the Esau and are back in the providence are uh, in the great trouble and disgrace the walls of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates have been burned with fire when I heard these things I sat down and wept ah for some days I mourned and I fasted and I prayed before God of heaven I am yet to tell you that when you realize the devil has come on your case it is not time to argue it is time to invite the power and provoke the heavily on your situation I am here to tell somebody maybe you allow that way belong to you to be taken the devil has not got any purpose if you allow your child to be taken by the devil he will find a way to kill it anyway because all he wants to see is trouble but I pray over your life today any trouble going on around you it is about time you invest some prayer it's about time you lift up your voice in the midst of the situation we find ourselves when coronavirus have solidified certain things. I am about to provoke some things in this month. I am about to raise up the word of God which is sharper than any two I just said. I am about to raise the word of God that was in the beginning and it was in the end. He said that he watches over his word to perform it. He said have I not said it and have I not done it. He said some trust in chariots. He said some trust in horses but all of us who trust 
us in the Lord and that no God is on our side we shall rejoice in the Lord my Bible said Daniel chapter 11 verse 32b it said for the people who know their God when people are beginning to sing they know their God they shall say to themselves performance shall be our portion tap your neighbor and say this is my year Oh, there is too many arguments. Uh, whether it will work out or not, uh, I don't know what they are saying. But one thing I know, uh, I know this thing that is going on. The woman said, it is not the baby I born. It was not the baby I delivered. It was not the baby I traveled. Has anybody traveled with something? I say, weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning because I have traveled in my night time. The Bible said the king when he saw the sacrifice of this woman, he said this sacrifice is too good to allow it not to have the son. I prophesy the kind of sacrifice that will cause heaven to turn on your case in the mighty name of Jesus. Come and tell your neighbor, the baby is yours. Oh, I don't know. See, my, the baby is mine. Uh, the prostitutes said to themselves, uh, they said, they said, it is mine. He said, the one thing that gave the proof of the baby, uh, he said, I know what I give birth to. Uh, is somebody here who knows what God has spoken concerning your life? Uh, do you really know what God said to you? Uh, do you really know? Do you really know? Uh, I know that he said, I will be the head and not the tail. Uh, if you know who your baby is, uh, if they give you something that is not praise, don't take it. This prostitute committed to something she couldn't have had. I did not been the knowledge she had about her child. How many of you are willing to fight for the word of God spoken upon your life? Because you know it is yours. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 to 5. It's a door we walk. It's a door we walk in the flesh. We do not war against the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I pray today that whatever is yours, you will not let it go. In the year 2020, as I bring this message to a close, in Matthew chapter 13, verse 30, your argument is coming to a close. Precious one, don't allow your baby to be taken. The king will speak on your behalf if you know what you have. Uh, Solomon could not do much for the woman until she did something that provoked the king to do something. Uh, at the start of the year we receive, it said, let both grow together until the harvest. At the time, I would tell the harvester, first gather the weeds and test them in the bundle to be burned. Then gather the weeds and bring them Play something for me into the pan. The devil has got an ulterior motive here. He wants your pan to be emptied. 
But I want you to know that God is ready to act when you know who you are. Play something for me. The Bible said, the woman said, we may be close, but I promise you, this is not my baby. I want to ask you a question. Do you know your baby? That which will carry the strength of your life into the future. When you see the baby, it's a sign of the future. Your baby is the beauty of your future. There is a future God has placed in your hands. Do you really know what that future is? Are you going to allow anybody to take it away from you? Don't allow any teacher. Don't allow any doctor. Don't allow any man to, to tell you what the master had not told you. I pray today in the name of Jesus. Stand on your feet right now. You want to pray a prayer today? That Father, the words of the things you have spoken to me, that is mine. Any part of my life lacking your word as I pray today, Father, let your soul be raising in that situation. Lift up your right hand. Say, my God, my Father. Say, my Father, my Maker. Every part of my life going through the argument moment, lacking the sword of the Spirit. Give me the attitude that will provoke that word to manifest. Come on, begin to pray to God. Begin to pray to God. I say, you know not what you serve, but we know what we serve. I want you to pray from today. May God bring enlightenment. The woman allowed the nonsense to happen in the middle of the night when there was no light. But you want to pray, Father, let the morning light come to me right now. Begin to pray. We give a glory in the name of Jesus. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name in Jesus' name. Amen.